Do you remember what time uh, what I was preaching to you last time? Yes. What ammunitions do we have to use when we are going through difficult times? Inch Especially when we have uh, become despondent. Uh, if you remember, I uh, uh, pointed out three different ways that you can use them, be stand on them, so <clears throat> that you don't become despondent Christians. Uh, the first one was that while you are going through trials and difficulties to uh, comprehend what the Lord's plans are for you in your life when you are going through these challenges. And the second one is to comprehend that the Lord has given you very mighty promises. And to remember always these promises that the Lord has given them, meditate on them, then put, uh, put them to use for yourself, for your situation. The third, third one is to remember what uh, uh, power and what authority you have to come against the enemy. Uh, so that you can disperse those despondencies away from you. Mm -hmm. I have just mentioned this, but I don't want to expand on them anymore, but I want to teach you two other medications that you can use one is uh, relevant with our relationship to the Lord, and the other one relates to our relationship with other people. The fourth, yeah. The fourth way to overcome our state of despondency is to seek the face of the Lord. I want to share with you uh, a testimony about something that happened in my life a few years ago. A few years ago, I felt that I am bored and tired of prayer. And realized that I'm not enjoying my time of prayer any longer. And while I had my time of prayer, instead of getting hope, I was becoming more hopeless and despondent. And because of this, I was very sad. Because 
And I was very surprised that why should this be the result of my prayer time with the Lord? Եվ շատ սկսամի մանձը քննել է որ ինչ են պատճառը որ եսի աղոթքի ժամանակ այդպես ուրախ ու զվար չեմ And I started analyzing myself uh, meditating about myself what is the reason that I'm not happy and joyful during prayer time Հատկապես որ որոշ բաներ էլ պատճառ էր դառնում որ եսի աղոթքի ժամանակ շատ ուրախ չելնի Uh, and also I realized that there were certain things that were the cause why I was not happy during time of prayer. Uh, for example, I had not received answer to my prayers and I was very despondent because of that. And that relationship which was I was which I was supposed to form with the Lord, I was unable to form. Um, I searched myself and I tried to confess so many things in front of the Lord, but again I was not successful. Uh, and you'd be surprised that for several months I would I had become very weak in my time of prayer. And I was very worried and concerned about that. I was able to pray with other people and for other people, but my not successful in my personal prayer life. When I asked the Lord that what is the root of my problem and what can I do to come out of this situation, uh, the Lord gave me a very blessed, blessed reply. He showed me some 105 verse 4. 105 verse 4. It says, seek the face of the Lord always. Uh, For nothing else, the Lord has said to us that constantly pray for that. And uh, the only thing that is God, the Bible asks us to do it constantly is constantly seek the face of the Lord. And uh, this is uh, why David says in Psalm 16 verse 8 that I will place the Lord always in front of me. And this is what the Lord revealed to me. Uh, 
And the Lord revealed to me that when you're having your uh, fellowship time, your prayer time with me, instead of concentrating on me, you are focusing on your problems and on other people instead of focusing on me. Uh, because many people throughout the world know me, lots of people contact me and give me uh, different subjects to pray for. Somebody says I'm suffering with cancer. Uh, my son is in prison. I have lost my job. Uh, I don't have any money for my livelihood. Another one confesses that uh, uh, his daughter has uh, mental problems. Somebody else is grieving because they've lost their close relative. Uh, my spouse has been unfaithful to me. I don't know what to do. I want to divorce. Uh, I have a prodigal son. He has become addicted. He is going in a very bad way. Brother Edward, please pray for us. I love all these people and I feel very close, like relatives to them. Uh, over and above all these prayer subjects, I have my family issues, my, prayer, my personal issues, and the issues relating to my church. Therefore, when I was coming to the presence of the Lord, I was presenting him with hundreds of different worries and challenges. There I think she Lord, have mercy on this person. There I think she no Help the other person. There I think I think Heal this person. There is Lord, do this through that. And this is how it was continuing. And I was so involved entering their world that I was also becoming despondent and I was in bad becoming in bad condition myself. And I was becoming very disappointed because I was not getting enough replies. Uh, and even Satan told me, what is the point that you are praying? You're not getting any answers. Nothing happens. Nothing changes. And this was a source of big despondency for me. Um, the Lord showed me that prayer time is not just begging him for things. Amen. Uh, the higher purpose is not just to beg him for things, but search 
and look at the face of the Lord. That is the higher purpose of prayer time. To enjoy his uh, fellowship. Uh, prayer time is to enjoy the time of fellowship with the Lord. Uh, to occupy ourselves in our prayer time, who God is, what his qualities are, what his um, adjectives are relating to him, to occupy our minds with the Lord. And I had lost that. I was not leaving any room for the Lord. All my prayer time was occupied by begging and crying and lamenting. In the first place, we have been called to have a very intimate relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Nothing else should replace this. Uh, Jesus told Martha that you are occupied with so many things that worry you, but there is only one thing that you need. Uh, and Jesus clearly said that in the first place, if you seek my kingdom, my righteousness, all things shall be added unto you. Therefore, the first place belongs to God. Uh, in the Lord's prayers, what did Jesus teach us? Uh, he didn't say, Father, who are in heaven, give us our bread today. It wasn't like that. Father who art in heaven, yes. Your name be holy. Uh, seek your kingdom. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. After all that, then he starts asking for bread, for this, for that, and deliverance from the evil one. But the primary place is, holy be your name, as we sang today. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. I think uh, the first place, occupy yourself, your mind with God. Yes, uh, Nowadays, if I want to pray for one hour, 
Do you realize that the first 50 minutes I don't request anything from God? I just occupy myself with him. One day I focus on his love. Uh, I have this love relationship with him. And whatever verses that there are relating to his love, I remember them and I praise God for them. Uh, the next day I focus on God's grace. Uh, I remember all the verses that relate to his grace and I enjoy his grace. I enjoy those verses and uh, get satisfaction with them and praise God for them. Uh, the next day I focus on the might and the power of the Lord. He is the most mighty. And I praise him for his unlimited power, unlimited might. I remember his uh, authority, his, uh, his mercies, his faithfulness I bring to mind. Uh, I remember his kindness. Mm. And having done all these things, they helped me to enter in his realm and forget about myself. This is so important. Uh, I feel such immense joy when I enjoy the fellowship with the Lord. And then in the last 10 minutes, uh, bring other people in his presence. I tell him, Lord, you know Charles, don't you? You know what problems he has. Uh, I put Charles at your feet. You know who Hilda is? You are well aware of all her needs. You know what uh, anxiety she has, worries she has. I put her at your feet. Jesus is our head. Nothing else should replace the headship. Amen. Our needs, our worries and anxieties should be at his feet. When you get to mountain top at the peak of the mountain, uh, when you look from there, what do you see below you? You see human beings, tiny. Cars the same way, small. 
as if you're ruling over everything. When we are enjoying the presence of the Lord, enjoying his presence, and we uh, contemplate on him, and we have an intimate relationship with him, uh, we go to the highest mountain peak, a different realm. And everything else finds its place at the feet, and then we don't have those anxieties anymore. This is why the Lord assured Moses that my face, my presence will go with you and it will give you peace. Amen. And this will result in our deliverance from anxiety and from sadness. And now my pattern of prayer has changed. We have become friends in our prayer time. Uh, and the best time is now when I have my personal time of reading the Bible and fellowshipping with the Lord, praying. And the majority of my time with him is a time of fellowship with him, not asking him for things. Uh -huh. Now I have realized that I mustn't begging him for things, rather I have to surrender my issues to him. Uh, and in your prayer time, instead of begging him for this problem, that problem, you should say, I surrender it to you. Uh, because often you beg, but you don't surrender. Uh, I don't think in my life I beg many things from my wife. I don't say, Nazijan, feed me today, give me my lunch. I don't say, Nazijan, have mercy on me, give me a glass of water. When we have a relationship and a fellowship with one another, I will have to do what is my duty, my part, and she will carry out her responsibilities. A correct relationship is surrendering and trusting. Uh, therefore, <laughs> I beg you not to beg so much. I'll hands neck. Instead, surrender, commit. How can you commit? How can you surrender? 
I want you to learn this lesson of surrendering and committing thoroughly. Truly do it. Uh, commit and surrender in totality. I think Everything, commit everything. Do it from the bottom of your heart. Uh, don't just give lip service and act differently. Uh, trust in faith. Uh, do it as giving a gift. Uh, when you lend someone something, you have the expectation to give, get that loan back. Uh, please, I beg you not to give a loan to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Because what we do often, we loan him things instead of giving him a gift of things. <laughs> what I do is I tell the Lord, this is my problem, Lord, I'm giving it to you. But after I finish my trade time, I put it back into my heart and continue worrying. Mm, the question the Lord has from me, what kind of Surrender is that? What kind of committing is that to me? If you have trusted that problem to me, why are you worried about it? Why are you scared? Why are you despondent? Why are you continuing to worry? Uh, why are your nerves strong? You know why that is? Because I have not committed. I have not surrendered it. When I surrender something, then I have to trust the Lord. I want the Lord to do what he has supposed, what he's supposed to do. Uh, I beg you, for goodness sake, when you commit something to the Lord, step aside and let him do what he has to do. Imagine I want to give you this book. Uh, please, this is a gift for you. Take it. <laughs> you stretch your arm to take the book and I'm holding it from the other end. It's not in your hand, it's not in my hand. <laughs> when you're giving it, give. When you give a gift to somebody, you don't keep questioning, what did you do with that gift I've given you? Uh, we don't sadly give totally. This is where the root of our despondency starts. Uh, we haven't learned how to trust, how to surrender, how to take refuge in him.
Uh, one of the gifts that the Lord has given us is bestowed two lovely son-in-laws and two lovely daughters-in-law. And we have very good, good relationship with all, all of them and praise God they are all here, only Ava is away in Germany. Yes, yes, Nakatelem Bor Sranset Menk Vochmeki Het Yerk Mitchem, yes, Oinakiamar Yerk Mitchem Bor Hima Michael Rositainish Pesakeiran. And uh, for example, I'm not anxious that how is, for example, Michael taking care of Rosita? Because I know to what kind of a man I have given my daughter. <laughs> the way Rosita tells us, and we know of Michael, we know Michael takes care of Rosita better than we do ourselves. Therefore, why should I be worried about her? Amen. If we can trust a human being to that extent, how much more the Lord? The word of the Lord says, give all your burdens to me because I worry for you. I take care of you. And this will enable you to be overcome to despondency. Uh, point that I want to emphasize that will not take longer than a few minutes. Uh, this is another subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be overcomers to despondency when we can use and stand on the promises and that the Lord has given us and start using the authority that we have. I think uh, uh, we shouldn't be fruitless and uh, useless and doing nothing. Uh, people who are not proactive in their lives, they're the ones who are more subject to despondency. And they're not very creative in what they do in their life and in their service. When people have nothing to do or where they're wasting their time, and we're not, they're not engaged in doing something useful, other things gives them no satisfaction. Amen. 
if we want to be overcomers to despondency, we have to be uh, busy and proactive in useful things, in creative things. For example, learn a new language. Nor arrest sovereign. Learn a new trade. Nor ashkatan kietevitselneng. Look for a new job. Enkur kervor cheng kartatsel kartan gev letsmeng kira la paneru vore kirkna sume. Books that we haven't read, start reading the books and observe the good things that's written in those books. Astvata panakan kituchunerova azbagveng. Occupy ourselves with theological information and knowledge. Yevem parkim nervor astvat mezitabele kortiteneng. And the gifts that the Lord has given us, put them to good use. Uh, I realize that we cannot be in contact with people because of COVID-19. Amen. Uh, but, uh, but using modern technology, internet, FaceTime, telephones, we can encourage people, we can support people, we can be of use to people. Uh, uh, God willing, uh, COVID-19 situation is uh, becoming to an end and we can give different uh, service to people. If you're despondent, visit somebody. And try to serve that person. Go to somebody who's in a bad situation, comfort them, give them sympathy, and you will see that you become delivered from your own state. Think about other people's issues and worries and have a heart for them. Uh, people who don't serve in any form or shape, they are very um, good targets for despondency. Some people say, me and my family, that's all that matters. That's enough. Have we been called just to live for ourselves? No, we have to relate to others. Uh, believe me, when you become proactive and spend time with doing the right things, there will be no room left for despondency. Uh, I'm going to give you a testimony, an amazing testimony, and Rosita also knows this person. Uh, during the war between Iran and Iraq, that was prolonged for eight years. 
uh, one of the young uh, men from our church was prisoner of war for eight years and one day. Uh, the war ended, several months passed, and then he was released. Imagine one year, one person for eight years and one month to be a prisoner of war in a country uh, like Iraq when the soldiers were tormenting the prisoners. Uh, I came across people who'd been prisoners of war for two years. They returned and they had mental problems, issues. Uh, we were continuously praying for this young man that the Lord would protect him from any kind of attack. When he returned, was like a dead person who had come alive again. It was amazing that he was healthy in every way. And his mentality had become much more positive. Uh, I was his uh, pastor and I spent time with him. And I asked him, when you were in that uh, prisoner of war camp, when everybody was not just captive, more like slaves, how did you manage? What did you do to overcome hopelessness and despondency? I put my time to the best possible use. I did not allow those eight years to ruin my life. Uh, his English has improved tremendously. Most of the Bible he knew of by heart. And while he was there, he was meeting with different people, different uh, friends. He was giving them sympathy. He was giving them comfort. And he was influential in helping so many people. Continuously was exercising. <laughs> he wasn't sitting in a corner and uh, enjoying a pity party. And this young man was victorious over despondency. And he said, one verse helped me more than others. And I want to ring that verse, read that verse for you. It's medicine in overcoming despondency. 
I want you to learn this verse by heart. Sorry? Ephesus. Ephesus, yeah. Ephesians chapter 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 8. Inch for Inch for Inch for Inch for Tara can you tune Take Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Amen. I Samara, I Sartin Okner were at what which Okneri match as Sevi Matatela Kerpun and Arkan Kiamar were. This verse had enabled this young man to have the right mindset and be overcomer in his difficult situation. And that is why he was able to return after eight years and one day mentally, spiritually, and physically healthy. And you know what he told me something very beautiful. Brother Edward, when I was there, I had no time to become despondent and hopeless. <laughs> I had no time to commit sin. Uh, every time Satan was approaching me, he used to find me very busy, very occupied. I had closed all the doors of attack to Satan. Uh, through positivity, I was able to overcome negative things. Uh, there's a saying in Farsi for Hilda to. Uh, yeah. Uh, if your brain is empty, that is the uh, footwork and the groundwork for Satan to work. Amen. But when you are correctly occupied, there's no room for the enemy. Uh, during this uh, COVID-19 days, many people have become very despondent. We are rotting, Brother Edward. We've stayed at home so much, we feel rotten. We feel we're rotting, rotting. And 
they think that if they were able to be up and about and out and about, they would be more energetic. But imagine we're imprisoned. What should we do? Uh, all the time that it was in their prison, our time should pass with sadness and despondency. If we occupy ourselves with the correct thing, even in these difficult uh, circumstances, we can be overcomers. Amen. Therefore, you plan your life in such a way that your time is occupied with correct, positive things. Uh, occupy yourself with fruitful things. These are great opportunities to study the Word of God, study um, spiritual books, theological books. Sorry? Nor acquire, acquire new knowledge. Nor uh, learn new jobs, new trade possibilities. Uh, I have given over hundreds messages preaching online. And daily, maybe I make contact with 20, 30 people by phone. And it has the positive effect of getting them out of despondency and getting myself out of despondency. <laughs> Satan would not dare to approach me when I'm so well occupied. <laughs> Therefore, you do the same things. And this is the way. Amen. Amen. Uh, there are other ways as well, which I will share with you another time. There it is your knee. God bless you. God bless you. And Brother Edward, we want to thank you for this beautiful message.